welcome to the Fit Life with Jessica podcast, where we talk about how to create and maintain healthy habits with our fitness, nutrition, and overall well-being. This is a place where you can come to get real life, health, and fitness advice from a busy working mama who has a passion for helping others find their way to health and happiness. We're all in this crazy journey together, so why not lean on and lift each other up in the process? You ever wonder, what does a health coach eat in a day? What would I recommend to eat? What is? What are some options? What in the world should I have for lunch? What should I eat for breakfast? What should I have for dinner? I have created a full day meal plan for you. If you click the link in the show notes, you can download for free. Hey, hey, what's up? How are we doing? How is everybody? I am excited to be back recording. I haven't recorded in a while because I did a batch recording of several episodes maybe a month ago. So I am so happy to be sitting here in my little office nook um, recording this episode coming to you guys. This episode came to me last night as I was trying to fall asleep. I Real time, I stayed up way too late watching The Bachelor last night. Who watches The Bachelor? If you watch The Bachelor, send me a DM on Instagram. But I stayed up till like 11 last night, which is ridiculously late for me. <laughs> Usually I sleep by 9 or 9.30. And uh, my mind was racing, of course, because I had been watching TV for three hours. And I was laying down. I'm like, I need to think of some good podcast episodes and what is some good content? Like what's on my mind and what's going on in my life? And oftentimes it is things that I'm struggling with or have struggled with that I bring to you and want to share in this podcast. So literally 11 o'clock last night, I was lying in bed trying to fall asleep after watching The Bachelor. And this idea came to me about habits and ways to make bad habits harder on yourself and ways to make good habits easier on yourself. So that's what we're going to dive into today. But before we do that, we have to start this episode with a little known fact. I did make my husband help me with some of these because I am at a lack of little known facts for myself. But for a peek into my past, um, little known fact for this week, I actually used to work for The Knot. Like as in the wedding magazine, you know, when you get engaged and you spend, you go to the store and you spend $75 on all the wedding books and magazines. Yeah. I used to work for the knot. I worked for them for about seven years and loved working in the wedding industry. It was a really cool industry. I got to meet so many great people and learn so much. So that was my past life. That was my last job before uh, leaving the corporate world and starting my own gig. So here we are. That is a little peek into my past. That is my little known fact for the week. So like I said, this week, we're going to dive into how to make bad habits harder on yourself and how to make good habits easier. So let's talk about like what exactly is a habit. Like How is a habit defined? I took to Dr. Google And a habit is defined as a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. 
Let me say that one more time. A habit is defined as routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. So we're basically doing these habits over and over and over. And oftentimes we don't even realize that we're doing them because it's subconscious, right? Um, I love learning about habits. I love reading about habits. Um, I've actually, I'm going to link in the show notes to really awesome books about habits. But when you're thinking about starting the process or continuing the process of getting healthy, of losing weight, of working out more consistently, of eating clean, of not drinking, of quitting smoking, like whatever the habit that you're starting to create here, you're going to have to break, or some new lifestyles you're trying to create, you're going to have to break some of your old bad habits and you're going to have to create some new good habits. And my one-on-one coaching clients, this is exactly what we work on creating new habits. And this can be really hard in the beginning. This can be really challenging. So I want to talk through some ways to ease this transition for you and how you can kind of hack some of these habits and make it easier for yourself. Um, so I was doing a bit of reading there's a book called nudge and the authors of the book nudge explain that there's different ways that everyday decisions are shaped by the world around us. So think about when you're at the grocery store and it's the effect that products on the eye level shelves are going to be purchased more than the products that are like at the top or the bottom. Think about the cereal aisle. It's a perfect example. Like all the most popular cereals are right there in the middle at eye level, right? When you're at the grocery store, products that are right near eye level, they are purchased more. Another example of the way that your everyday decisions, that the way that your habits are shaped, um, think about another grocery store example, the end caps is what they're called or the end of the aisle. So not down the aisle, but on the ends of the aisle, those are money-making machines for retailers. And, um, there was a study done by the New York times, 45% of Coca-Cola sales come just from the end of aisle racks. Think about that. 45% of all Coca-Cola sales come from these end of the aisle racks because everyday decisions, habits are shaped by the world around us. Isn't that cool? Isn't that crazy? So these are examples where your environment shapes your decision, even when you don't realize it. And um, James Clear from Atomic Habits calls this choice architecture. I love that. It is the notion that the, it's the impact that the environment around you has on your decision-making. The things you default to in your environment are going to mold your decision-making, but here's the good news. You can be the architect of these decisions. You can be the architect of the environment around you. You can design this So let's talk through some tangible examples, some tangible ways where you can become the architect of your choices, where you can mold the environment around you, AKA we're going to make bad habits harder. We're going to create more friction for these bad habits and we're going to make good habits easier. We're going to ease the friction on these good habits. So let's start with the bad habits first. So I've got three examples for you on how to make bad habits 
harder on yourself. Example number one, y'all, I'm really guilty of this. Okay. Just being honest. I'm human. Okay. Don't shoot. Don't shoot me. I'm human. If you can't handle having just one cookie or just one piece of chocolate, insert whatever there, but for me, it's sweets. Okay. Don't have cookies in your house. I know. I know. This is like not rocket science. I bought Oreos the other week on a Friday night because the kids were having like pizza and a movie night. I thought, oh, Oreos just sound really good. I was in the store and it was like an impulse buy. Well, guess who's been eating Oreos all week long? Me. Because I can't handle having just one cookie. So you know what that means for me? I can't have cookies in this house. Okay. Bottom line. I had to take a sip of my coffee. I can't have cookies in the house. Remove the temptation and your bad habit of eating 17 cookies after dinner can eventually be erased. It's going to be harder for you to eat those cookies if they're not in your house because you're going to have to make the decision that you want the cookies bad enough to get your shoes on, to get your keys, to get a mask, to get in the car, to drive to the store, to buy the cookies, to then eat them. That's a lot of damn work for a cookie, okay? So... If you're like me and you can't handle having just one cookie and you're wanting to eat better and you're wanting to lose weight, okay, well, don't have the freaking cookies in your house, okay? Okay, that seems easy enough, but it's it's worth being stated, right? Change your environment around you to support your habits. So that is tip number one. Tip number two, this is also playing out in my own life here. If you're trying to drink less frequently or not at all, say you're trying to do the hard 75, no alcohol in the hard 75, say you're doing, well, it's not January anymore, but dry January or dry July, or just trying to drink less because you enjoy life more when you're not hungover. Don't keep alcohol in your house. That has been a game changer for us. We used to have a wine fridge just totally stocked with wine. But when it's not in the house, it's more difficult to consume, right? The friction is higher when it's not in the house. So have a glass of wine on date night if you want, or buy some if you're having guests over if you must. But if your goal is to not drink while you're doing the hard 75, well, sis, don't buy that Pinot, okay? Leave it there at the store. You're keeping your environment You're changing your environment to support your habits. We want to make it as difficult as possible on ourselves to do these bad habits. Okay. Third example for you. Do you constantly scroll your phone till late at night, like lying in bed, scrolling on your phone, which means you're sleeping poorly. You're staying up too late. You're exhausted the next day. You're dragging anybody, anybody. I know I'm not alone here. So how can you make that more difficult on yourself? I've started to plug my phone in to an outlet in a different room. So like I'll plug my iPhone into the bathroom and I will charge it in the bathroom so that it is not right by my head. If my phone is sitting on my nightstand, I'm going to scroll it. (laughs) I'm just going to. Um, We actually have my husband purchased an Amazon Echo, you know, like the little Alexa Echo. So we can set an alarm with that in the morning, or you can just buy an old school alarm clock from Target or wherever. But 
removing that phone from the nightstand is making it much harder to scroll late at night, right? So you're changing your environment. You're making it harder for yourself to do these bad habits, right? So we just recapped three ways to make bad habits harder on yourself, but let's flip the coin. Let's flip the script. Okay. What about some ways to make your good habits that you want to create easier? We want to reduce the friction. We want to make it very simple on ourselves to follow through on these good habits. The easier the habit is, the less friction there is for you to do this thing, the more likely you're going to do it over and over and over and over until it's just totally subconscious. So first example, if you want to start working out in the morning, best advice, lay out your workout clothes the night before, lay them out the night before you pick out your pants, your top, your socks, your shoes, you laid them all out. So the first thing you do when you, when you wake up, you see your workout clothes are right there for you. Bonus points. If you also pick out your workout the night before, I love to pick out my workouts the night before you can plan them a week ahead, whatever you do, but lay out your workout clothes the night before that's going to create less friction and it's less things you have to think about when you're still rubbing the sleep out of your eyes at whatever time you wake up in the morning. That's tip number one. Uh, tip number two, you want to drink more water. Okay. Well, how can we make that easier on ourselves? You need to fill up a big ass water bottle and take it with you everywhere. Like, yes, everywhere. I don't leave my house without my giant Yeti cup. I just don't fill it up at the start of the day, refill it all day long. If you are sitting at a desk and you work a desk job, keep your water right next to you. If you have a Coke at your desk or if you have a water at your desk, which one do you think you're going to drink? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So keep the water right next to you. Keep it in your car. Take it with you. If you're going to your in-laws, it like, doesn't matter where you're going, bring your water with you. The less friction there is for you to do this habit, the easier it's going to be on yourself to drink more water. If it's right there next to you. Okay. Third tip. I love this one. I just talked to one of my clients about this, um, about helping her figure out how can we start cooking more often versus eating out every night of the week. Okay. If you want to eat healthier, you want to eat cleaner. I want to cook more often. That's a habit that I want to create. You got to do a little bit of prep work and you got to do a little bit of planning. You got to plan out your meals on the weekend, literally write out the menu Monday night. We're having baked ziti Tuesday night. We're having leftovers Wednesday night. We're having tacos Thursday night. We're having salmon and roasted veggies, whatever you're making. Make a grocery list with every single ingredient that you need, and then you go get the groceries, okay? But planning out the meals, writing them on your calendar, writing them on your whiteboard, if you have a chalkboard, wherever the heck you end up writing it, but write it there. You'll see it daily. And the reminder to cook the food you already purchased versus ordering Grubhub or DoorDash every night is right there in front of you. So we're trying to do things. We're trying to change our environment to make it easier on ourselves to do these good habits. Fourth tip for you. Do you want to start doing like a daily gratitude practice? Do you want to write in a journal in the mornings? I write in my, it's called a start today journal, um, every morning. And my tip for you is to leave the journal out where you can see it. So 
so that when you wake up and you come downstairs and it's time to have your coffee and write in your journal and have your gratitude practice in the morning, if that's something that you want to build as a habit for yourself, leave the journal out where you can see it. Put it on the center of your counter with a pen right next to it. Or if you want to put it on your desk at work so that the first thing you do is write in your gratitude journal before your day gets started at work, leave the journal right there in the center of your desk with a pen next to it. Because if you're like me, out of sight means out of mind. I want to be able to see it immediately and that will trigger the reminder that I need to do my gratitude. If I see it immediately versus trying to find it on a shelf or you know rummaging through a drawer to find it, that it's higher friction. It's more difficult for me to do this habit that I want to create. So I'm going to change my environment, change the world around me to make it easier on myself to do that. Okay. So let's recap real quick. Three examples on how to make bad habits harder on yourself. First, don't have cookies in your house. If you can't handle having just one cookie, remove the temptation. Don't have it in your house. If you're trying to drink less, don't keep alcohol in your house. Same premise here. If you want to have a glass of wine on your date night, cool, but don't keep it in your house. If you have an 18 bottle wine fridge and it's stocked full of wine, what do you think you're going to drink? I know. Third tip, keep your phone outside of your room if you don't want to scroll late at night. If your goal, if you're trying to break the habit of scrolling on your phone late at night in bed, then plug in your phone in your bathroom or in your closet or somewhere that's not right next to your face when you're going to bed. Flip of the coin, other side, how can you make good habits easier on yourself? Tip number one, lay out your workout clothes the night before. Bonus points for picking out your workout the night before as well. Tip number two, if you want to drink more water, we'll fill up a big water bottle and take it with you everywhere. If you see your water bottle, if it's with you everywhere, you're going to drink the water. Tip number three, if you want to start cooking more often versus eating out every night of the week, plan out your meals and write them out on a calendar where you see them or on your whiteboard where you see them daily. And last tip, if you want to start doing a gratitude practice or writing in a journal every day, then leave your journal out where you can actually see it. Out of sight, out of mind is, is the way it is for me. So if you see it, if it's convenient, it's going to be more easy for you to do these good habits. So I want you to think about what are some good habits that you would like to cultivate? What are some good habits that you want to start? And what are some bad habits that you want to get rid of? Maybe start with one, pick one and give yourself a challenge to try these tips. Pick one habit and try it for the next two weeks. 30 days and see what happens. Habits, you guys, habits are the cornerstone of your life. Good habits, bad habits, they're inevitable. But you have the tools that you need and you have the power to design your environment and change the world around you to make bad habits harder and to make good habits easier. So there you have it, guys. I hope this was useful. I hope this was um, insightful and helpful and valuable to you. If this was valuable, please do me a favor and share it on your social media. That's the best way to help me grow this podcast is to take a screenshot of it and 
um, share it out on social, share it with a friend, share it with someone that you think could benefit from it. But I hope you have a great day. And until next time, thanks friends. you can help me, why don't you screenshot this podcast and share it to your social media? Tag me. My Instagram is at the fit life with Jessica. Take it another step further and leave me a review and a five-star rating in Apple podcast. It would mean the world to me. Thanks friend.